episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new bottle of wine. Yes, we do. And Natalie, this is a really exciting episode because it is our one, one year. Our one year of Am I Doing This Right? And we have a special episode because this is the original episode that we recorded as uh-huh. our pilot. And the topic is LLC DBA WTF. We are talking different types of business structures. And we're going to be breaking down what those different types of business structures are. We're going to be defining LLC, DBA, S-Corp, C-Corp, all these terms that you hear that you don't know what they mean. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be telling you which one is right for you and the business that you want to start. So if you're an entrepreneur, somebody who has an idea and you're like, I don't know how to put this business together mm-hmm. or you just want to know more about it so that one day you could start your own business or just you just want to educate educate yourself. yourself well even for me i am a business owner and i'm like i still need to know i still don't really know what i these know things are. So, and so it's a good refresher it's a great refresher mm-hmm. um but we have some housekeeping that we want to touch on before yes. we get into We've it got a little bit of housekeeping so if you've been listening for a while or if you're new here we are doing a little promotion promo of a candle because i have a company and i do sell candles and they smell amazing thank you so much so we're actually going to give one away to one of you lucky am i's we've already given two out now yeah and great response great (laughs) responses we love it so what you have to do to get the candle is you have to rate and review the podcast Take a screen grab, a little screenshot of it, and then email it to us at am I doing this right pod at gmail.com. Or you can DM it to us yeah. if you want on our Instagram, mm-hmm. Am I Doing This Right? Pod. And then we, we do a little random selection. We do. And then after you got your candle, you might want a little glass of wine because that's what I want. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. what are we drinking this week? We are drinking the 2019 Brandborg Pinot Gris. <gasps> you know we love Brandborg. We love Brandborg. This is a celebratory situation. Yes. If you guys remember, I feel like we only had one 10 out of 10 wine and have it, we i think we've had two have we had two my most memorable was our was the brandborg riesling because to this day we remains, had a justin bieber out of justin bieber and then i think we had a, a jude law out of jude, jude law, law. Mm-hmm. that was a brandborg so we are celebrating that was our first 10 out of 10 that was our first one yeah. for sure and so this is a celebratory glass Yes. Cheers. Cheers. I'm so proud of us. Yeah. It's been a really wild year for us, but I feel like our podcast has really given us just this safe space yeah. to talk and connect. And now we have Sophie, who's been so our great. And it's so awesome to have her here for our one year I know anniversary. And I guess it's, it's just, an anniversary. It really is. But it, it went by so fast. Like it flew by. I can't believe we've done 53 episodes. This is the 53rd crazy and we were just saying the other night about how rewarding it is to do this for you guys and when you say like oh it was so helpful when x y or z you know this episode or that episode it makes our whole day no it seriously does we scream 
with joy. Yeah, truly. we love, I mean, that's the whole point of the podcast was to help people, is to help people. And just to, when we get your guys' responses, when we see your rating and reviews, yeah. and we're like, oh my gosh, we actually are helping people. Yes. And that's all we want to do. It's like, I just want to help you guys. And I know. But Natalie and I are celebrating. So if you're listening to this, we are on vacation. We have out of office. We're out of office right now. Do not text. Do not send an email. Do not call us in a crisis. We are in Mexico. We are celebrating ourselves <laughs> and all the hard work we put into this podcast. Yes. And we're investing in ourselves right now. Yes, we are. And we're so excited. And I just want to do another little celebratory, a little shout out to Corinne because she's going to be on Dollface on Hulu. Oh. And she's going to be playing Ruby, right? Yes. A recurring oh character. Yes, I'm very excited. She, if you guys haven't seen the show, yes, like you said, it's on Hulu. But I, yeah, I'm playing a different character for myself. She's <gasps> like kind of a bad girl. She's toxic. Um, and so she's really fun to play. So Yay. check that out whenever the next season comes out. I don't, I have no details on that. Well, Corinne <laughs> is not toxic nor a mean girl in any way. So it will be very fun to watch. Yeah, it's that. really fun. But let's get into the episode, Nat, and yes. talk about why choosing a business type is necessary. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're someone who's starting your own business, like why do you need to know the difference between all of these? Mm-hmm. So the IRS says that when beginning a business, you need to decide what form of business entity to establish. This is a direct quote from the IRS, y'all. I love, you know, we love a direct we quote. We love a direct quote we love from a, a .gov. Yeah, .gov. <laughs> so your form of business determines which income tax return form you have to file. The most common forms of business are the sole proprietorship, partnership, corporation, and S corporation. And then an LLC is a business structure allowed by state statute. So the rest of them are like federal. Federal. LLCs are state. Okay. So legal and tax considerations enter into selecting which business structure is for you. Okay. So we we really got to understand what they are to know which one's right for us. Which means we got to break this shit down. We got to break it down. And we're going to start with something that is called a DBA, like a DBA, which is doing Doing business business as, as. but also, like she said, a sole proprietorship. It's the The same same thing. It's the same thing. And it is the simplest and most common form of business ownership. It's a business owned and run by someone for their own benefit. Mm -hmm. And the business existence is entirely dependent on the owner's decisions. So when the owner dies, so does the business. Like you are the business. You are. The whole thing on that. It, like I was just saying, there's no legal distinction between you and your business. This is really the most common and the easiest type to set up. There's no annual fees. However, there is also no legal protection. Mm-hmm. So if you have business debts, you are going to be personally responsible for Yes. Them. Like it is you. It is you. You. It's doing business as, as you. Yeah. Yeah. You are doing business as. Mm-hmm. Are you a DBA? I'm a DBA. So mm-hmm. you're Natalie McMillan doing business as Natalie, Natalie McMillan. McMillan. Jewelry? Technically, yes. Okay, jewelry. Yes. But we will we'll put a pin in that. We'll put a pin in that. Okay. But let me talk about some advantages of a DBA, which I think is perfect for if you're just starting out. Or a sole proprietor. Yes. Same thing. So some advantages are that all profits are subject to the owner. So you get to keep all your coins. Mm -hmm. There is very little regulation for proprietorships, like, you know, federally. Owners have complete flexibility when running their business. And there are really very few requirements for starting. You really only need a business license. 
Very easy to acquire. Yes. Mm -hmm. But obviously, if there's advantages, there are disadvantages. There are disadvantages. These are are the disadvantages to a sole proprietorship or a DBA. Like I said, the owner is going to be 100% liable for business debts. Mm -hmm. And the equity is limited to the owner's personal resources. So... They could come take your hat, like take yes. your core. Yeah. If, if if something goes down, like yeah. you are responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, ownership of proprietorship is difficult to transfer to somebody else. So if you want to, you know, work with somebody else. And then, like I said, there's no distinction between personal income and business income, which yeah. sometimes you want to write things off. Mm-hmm. You can't. Mm-hmm. And like, if you were to get sued, like it's your. They're just going to come for your. out of your checking account. Like. Yeah. It's very personal. It's very personal. <laughs> so next is a partnership. So similar to a sole proprietorship, it's easy to set up. There are no fees, but there are also no legal protections. But the partnership is for two or more people that own the same business. So a, a DBA is still required for partnerships. Mm-hmm. And a legal partnership agreement is also recommended, but not required. Yeah, you you could technically like handshake on it. Yeah, like Corinne and I could technically be like, I guess we we've never really talked about (laughs) our business, (laughs) which I just started it. I guess am I doing this right? Is is a business technically a business? It's a partnership. I guess it's an unsaid one. (laughs) I guess yes. Yeah. Well, we're we're learning. Yeah, we're learning along (laughs) the way, just with you guys. So there's actually two types of partnerships. There's a, a general partnership where both owners invest their money, property, labor, labor, et cetera, to the business and are both 100% liable for those pesky business debts. They also don't require a formal agreement. They can be verbal or even just implied. So that, I feel like that's where <laughs> yes, we're at, yes. right? This is such a general implied yeah, we're like, oh yeah, we're here. <laughs> the other type, like Natalie said, there's two types. The other type is a limited partnership. And limited partnerships require a formal agreement between the partners. They must also file a certificate of participation with the state. And limited partnerships allow partners to limit their own liability for business debts according to their portion of ownership or investment. So Uh, you can kind of split it up. That's when it's mm -hmm. like, you know, 60, 40, 70, whatever. Like somebody might own more of it. So they're therefore more liable for that chunk. Exactly. Uh So what are the advantages to a partner? Yes. So shared resources obviously provides more capital for the business and each partner shares the total profits for the company. There's similar flexibility and very simple design of a proprietorship, like Mm -hmm. real easy to just get into it. And it's also inexpensive to establish a business partnership, either formally or informally. Pretty, pretty easy and inexpensive, but there are some downsides. Yes. The downsides are that each partner is 100% responsible for the debts and losses, just like the sole proprietorship. Selling the business can be difficult and requires finding a new partner. It can just be a little bit of a hassle. And partnerships end when any partner decides to end it. Yeah. So like you don't even have to mutually agree. Yeah. You can just be like, peace the fuck out. I'm done. Yeah. And then you're stranded. You're like, what am I going to do? And you have all, and what if you have debts? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my oh God. God. <laughs> so let's not get into another form of business structures that we love is the LLC. LLC. Oh God. I'm thinking of that Nicki Minaj line. What is it? I just took a, I just took your man and made that bitch an LLC or something. Oh, I don't remember what it is. Anyways, an LLC, otherwise known as a limited (laughs) man, made him an LLC. (laughs) 
I can't remember what the exact... Sophie's going to have to fact check, fact fact check, check that, that one. <laughs> um, so it's a limited liability company. So govern, this is governed by state laws. Oh, so yeah, fees, fees and requirements to form LLCs will vary state to state. However, paperwork filed with the state and an article of organization are basic requirements regardless. So kind of any state you're in, you're going to have to do those things. Mm-hmm. You must also identify a registered agent who will provide a legal address for the business in case a lawsuit were to take place. Unlike partnerships and sole proprietorships, there are annual fees involved with LLCs. And the Secretary of State requires an annual report every one to two mm. years. And let me just say that I am an LLC, or maybe I'm an S Corp now. I'm incorporated now, but I was an LLC. Yeah. And that fee Fox was too. like $900 a year. Yeah. It's it not, was it's, real. It's, you got to really invest. So to file for an LLC, you got to do the following. You have to name the business, mm-hmm. choose a registered agent, which is the person you designate to receive legal service for your LLC. Mm-hmm. And they have to live in the state in which you're filing. So you can choose an individual. You can even have a member of the LLC. Or you can hire a business that's set up to perform that service. So you can even do that on like legal. Okay. You have to file articles of organization, which is a form that establishes your business at the state level. And then statement of information. So within 90 days of filing the articles you need to file a statement of information. And you need to file that form every two years moving forward. Now, that's only in California, that that two years thing. Yeah, it it could be different, different places. Yes, so check with your state. Well, let me also say something else about my LLC experience. Obviously, Mm -hmm. my mother, Connie Klein, the... You you all know Connie Klein. The resident (laughs) um, expert. She helped me set up my LLC when I first did. And I had to... this. File articles of organization, whatever that form is. You have to sign it. So my mom's like, hey, like, can you sign this? So I was like, whatever. I signed it. And then she was like, I am so mad at you. Because you didn't read it? No, because I didn't do my best signature. And I guess they scan it, put it on the website. She's like, this signature is going to be on the website. The state website, Corinne. And I'm like, you know what that's all about? Capricorn. Capricorn is I was like, mom, it's fine. And she was like, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. That is, you didn't even try. This is, see, that is the literal like Capricorn Aquarius. Like that's the exact relationship. I'm like, I didn't Like who cares? It's the Aquarius. And the Capricorn's like, oh my God, I'm embarrassed for you. Yeah, she was like, I'm so embarrassed for you. People are going to go online. Like, because everyone's on the state website Googling my LLC. My LLC. And she's like, and they're going to be just so appalled. Oh, my so God. So if you guys have to sign that, apparently really take your time. Yeah. Because it's going to go on that website. On the government website. <laughs> oh, my God. So let's get into some advantages. Oh, yeah. So like, why would you want an LLC? Well, mm. there's more flexibility. LLCs allow business owners to create a structured tailored to the business owner's requirements. You also, it's in the name, have limited liability. Mm-hmm. As the title suggests, the LLC protects owners and shareholders from personal liability in case of judgments or debts against the business. And that is actually why my mom really pushed for me to do that. She said, hey, Corinne, your name is notable. You have a high likelihood that someone would sue you just, right. you know, for kicks just and gigs. for whatever. And so you should have LLC to protect yourself. Uh-huh. Another advantage is tax options. An LLC can choose whether it wants to be taxed as a sole proprietorship, partnership, S-corp, or corporation. And there's fewer compliance issues. In most states, an LLC doesn't have to be 
doesn't have to have an annual meeting, and the LLC isn't required to have a board of directors. Plus, there's less paperwork and record keeping required compared to a corporation, which actually I am a corporation and it's just me and my mom, which is real. <laughs> and me and my mom have to have a like actual, and you know, Connie, she's by yeah, the books. Uh-huh. We have to have, sit down every year and she writes on like a little freaking like stone yeah. and she's like putting <laughs> And she's like, we have met on this day. Yes. And we have seen. It's It's like the time is. Okay. And then from that, there are also disadvantages. Disadvantages. So one of the disadvantages is um, the whole aspect of raising money. Mm -hmm. So because of the lack of a strict corporate structure, investors may be a little hesitant about putting their money into an LLC. Oh, okay. There's also additional taxes. So many states like California, New York, and Texas require LLCs to pay a franchise tax or a capital values tax. Mm. Just a lot of jargon over here. There's also just less structure. So the lack of strict requirements for governing the business could mean problems down the road unless a detailed operating agreement is in place, which requires additional upfront costs such as attorney fees. So if you remember back from right when we were describing it, that agreement mm-hmm. is not, the operating agreement is not required, but it is highly suggested. Oh, yeah. okay. That's good to know. So let's move into the last business structure that we're going to go over, which uh-huh. is corporations. Now, corporations are, for tax purposes, they are separate entities, are actually considered a legal person like they are their own so you and connie as a corporation are one legal person is that right no i don't think we are that it is its own thing right oh okay okay interesting we're not a we're not affiliated with it besides being oh i'm actually an employee of my own company okay Mm. okay so this means that among other things that the profits generated by the corporation are taxed as the personal income of the company Ah, uh, okay. Oh my gosh, and then learning any, so much. Yes, and then any income distributed to shareholders are dividends or profits are as dividends or profits are taxed again as the personal incomes of the owners. So like for example, like we're just saying, like I am a employee of my company. Uh-huh. My company pays taxes as itself. So I have to do like a business So you're like W two'd from your company. Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Connie would be, thank God my mom's not on this episode. She would be flying into space. No. So hyped up on this. This is her bread and butter. She's listening to this right now, like, oh my God, they didn't even say this. <laughs> so, um, okay, so but there there are two types of corporations. There are C Corps and S Corps. And a C Corp is benefits from the limited liability protection, but are fairly involved and not super easy to set up and mm. like an LLC register agents are required but C corps are really for big businesses I and mean, we're talking about like Walmart we're talking okay. about like big big corporations corporations yeah. if you're listening to this and you're just like an entrepreneur and you just want to get your business off the ground you don't really need a C corp okay S corps I think that's what I have mm-hmm. are for small businesses so for an S corp Form 2553 must be filed with the IRS to differentiate an S-Corp from a C-Corp. However, both an S-Corp and a C-Corp must file monthly payroll taxes and deposits. So like I said, I'm on payroll with my company. And I I also have to pay a payroll company to 
I had no idea how this worked. I had, this is news to me. Yeah. So I have a payroll company that. To pay you. To pay my motherfucking self. <laughs> and I pay them to pay me. Oh because they have, they have to like send me like, you say like a W, like someone has to yeah. generate the W-2 right. and like even like the pay stubs and they take out my taxes like I'm a employee. Like just a regular ass employee. Yes. It and just happens to be for yourself it's from a- your own company and your own revenue. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh my God. How funny. I mean, isn't that hilarious? So now what are the advantages to doing any of this? Because it yes. seems crazy. Well, so there's the limited liability of the owner. So basically, anytime you get past the LLC like yes. section, you are not fully reliable. Profits and losses also begin to the corporation. The other thing is that you can transfer your corporation to new owners fairly easily, okay. which is not true for the other ones. And personal assets can't be seized to pay for business debt. So like we said, with the DBA slash sole proprietorship, if you can't pay something, they will come for you. They will come personally (laughs) what about disadvantages yeah so the disadvantages are corporate operations can be costly like i was saying like i pay a payroll company to pay me like that's like a whole nother thing and establishing a corporation in general is costly there's a lot of fees that go into it and starting a corporation business requires complex paperwork mm-hmm. that's why i got connie on you gotta get con i cannot and then with some exceptions corporate income can be taxed twice oh. because like think about it like i get income mm-hmm. and then my company gets taxed on it and then i get taxed on it personally personally and it's a whole oh. lot going on my mom has explained it to me many times and down the line i'm saving a lot of money okay as long as, you know, whatever how, Connie says, it's like, all right, I believe it. Down the line, I am saving money. How? Okay. Not sure. Not sure. Okay, so let me just throw this scenario by you so that I can solidify this in my head. Okay. Let's say that I also worked for Foxtails Corporation. Yes. So Foxtails Corporation itself is being taxed. Mm-hmm. And I'm also being taxed, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm just truly an employee. Like you are the employee and also the owner, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to do both of those. But if I was just the employee, I just pay my tax. It's just the one time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're just, yeah. I'm just in, I'm just in it for a career. Yes. Okay. This <laughs> is normal. Oh my gosh. So, okay. Now that we went through all of those, Nat, how do you know if you're a listener right now and you want to start a business, how do you know which type is best for you? Yeah. Okay. So sole proprietorships, those are a really good choice for low risk businesses and owners who want to test their business idea for forming a more formal business. And then partnerships can be a good choice for businesses with multiple owners, professional groups like attorneys and groups who want to test their business idea before a more formal business, just like a sole proprietorship. Yeah. And an LLC can be a good choice for medium or higher risk businesses, owners with significant personal assets that they want to have protected and owners who want to pay a lower tax rate than they would with a corporation. Mm-hmm. Now, a corporation, S-Corp and C-Corp, can be a good choice for a medium or a higher risk business. Those that need to raise money, like we said, uh-huh. um, can't, it's harder to do that with LLCs. Yeah. Businesses that plan to go public, you know, like yeah. that's a whole Like when Snapchat thing. went public and it was like a big deal. Yeah, or eventually be sold. Like if you want to sell right. your business or anything like that. So that's like kind of the tiers of it where it's like DBA, sole proprietorships, partnerships, LLC, 
S Corp, then C Corp. C Corp. Yeah, S Corp, then then C Corp. Yes. Yes. So that's that's kind of the hierarchy. That's a hierarchy. And guess what, guys? Guess what? Guess what? Um, I started as a sole proprietorship when I first opened five years ago. You know, kind of that same idea of testing the business before kind of formalizing it. And now I'm going to be an LLC. Yay! Yes. Wait, are you a LLC? Not yet. Okay, so you're, we are. You're in the process. We are currently in the process. Wow. So, yes, I'm kind of my grand's expanding. We're growing, and it was time to to become a limited liability corporation. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Um, well, we want to thank you guys for listening to an entire year of Am I Doing This Right? I could cry. And we hope that you learn the difference between sole proprietorships. LLCs, partnerships, corporations, and learned which business structure is right for you. Yeah. If you guys have a, like a business that you're going to start, please <gasps> let us know. Yes, we we'd love, love to support s- you yes. or see what you guys are working on. Yeah. We love interacting with you guys. Mm-hmm. I really do. That's like my favorite. Even in my business, like it's my favorite thing. Just yeah. love seeing like who's out there and listening and yeah, we love you guys so much. We love you guys. Okay, and now should we get into the wine that we've been drinking? The yes. Brandborg wine, Oregon Pinot Gris. 2019, I think, right? 2019, you're right. That's when we recorded our episode for this originally. Oh my God, really? Yes. Yeah. I it think- was like March 2019. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Full circle mode. Year of our podcast. Okay, let's see. Mm. Let's introduce our hottie. Yeah, so our hottie is multifaceted. I love her. I do too. She's great. And she is a a lot of men lately. We have. This is a boss lady. Yes. And would you like to say who it is? It's the gorgeous Kate Hudson, Mm -hmm. who obviously is an actress, but we chose her because she owns her own business called Fabletics, who our friend Taylor loves. She does. (laughs) She She really does love Fabletics. Fabletics. Okay, so one to Kate Hudson. Kate what Hudson. do we think this Brandborg, you know, Grease is? I'm just going to say I really have not ever had a Brandborg that I was like, ugh. They're all good. They're all really They're good. They're all good. No, it's so hard because there's nothing as good as the Riesling. Yeah. Any wine ever, I'm really struggling to make as good as a Riesling. So I'm going to give it very drink. It's very drinkable. Mm-hmm. Very light. It's not my favorite of the Brandborg, though. No, no. yeah, yeah, no. But I still, like, would drink the whole thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd give it a... I'll do my rating. Okay. She's still sipping. I'm going to give it a seven out of Kate Hudson. I was also going to do a seven. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's fair. Like, mm-hmm. it's good. Very but good. But I feel like they have other wines that I am love would literally get hit by a car for. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we would jump off a bridge for the Brandborg Riesling. So I'll give this one a seven, but it will be linked in the show notes if you guys want to pick up a bottle of it and give it a taste yourself. Yeah. play a little wrap-up game and this week we're playing 200 questions 200 and no questions. we're not answering 200 questions we're going to answer one each but we are going to choose one through 200 of these random questions mm-hmm. that i have on my phone mm-hmm. but first we have been fact-checked yes. by miss sophie over here and the li- the Nicki minaj line <laughs> is i just took her name and made that bitch an llc what is the context for that what are the line before and after that sophie because what that's oh, it's the, the yeah. first line. And she goes, I just took her name and made that bitch an LLC. But what is that? Stuff a couple stacks up in there, bitch. Get on your <laughs> Okay. Um, wow. We Actually, love- what is the context? Yeah. Why is Nikki not hot? 
Oh, Sophie oh, wants Nikki to be a hottie. Nikki could be the hottie. Okay, we've got to fit her into, we've got to figure out where she lands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But back to our game here. Uh, okay, so 200 questions, Nat. So you're going to choose a question, one through 200. It gets more, supposedly supposed to get more intimate mm-hmm. or, I don't know, Personal. vulnerable uh-huh. as you get closer to 200. But I don't know, sometimes. I feel like I've always done like double numbers. You have. So I'm going to do 29 Oh, oh, so you're not going to do one. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I'm not going to do one. Oh, okay. 29. I know the answer to this. What's the farthest you've ever been from home? Egypt. Egypt. I knew yeah, that. Yeah. Egypt. That's really it. No. Uh, that, well, why were you in Egypt? Oh, okay. So I went to <laughs> Egypt. Yes. My mom and I went to Egypt like four years ago now. For a wedding. Yeah, for a wedding. And... Her and I had always been like very Egypt, like we love all the documentaries. Do you have an Egypt, Egyptian tattoo? I don't. Oh, I thought you did. No. No, I don't. But I did actually make, in college, I made like an Egyptian like jewelry piece for one of my finals. I think my mom still has it. It was really cool. It was so, if you can ever go to Egypt, listeners, it is absolutely I want to go incredible kind of scared. We should go. I know that was the thing is like when I got there I realized like in America we really hype shit up and I was like this is n-. and I was going like at the height of like some sort of something yeah and it was completely fine and lovely and you got lots of alien talk with your mom oh my god you guys my mom loves aliens if you ever want to hear her thoughts on aliens on my instagram i do have a like a highlight oh you do of her yes when she texts me about aliens it's so funny but yeah we were at the pyramids and we had a tour guide and she was like okay so basically what happened here is aliens and <laughs> she was like, like uh... yeah the tour guide was like okay <laughs> But honestly, who knows? Who knows? Know. It is it, a it is a unex- wonder. It, it is unexplainable. It is inexplicable. Yes. So <laughs> Egypt is the farthest I've been. Okay. What is your number? I'm gonna do one twelve. Ooh, one twelve. We gotta scroll a little bit from twenty nine. Okay. Here and away we, we go. go. What do you want your epitaph to be? What is an epitaph? It's like when you die. Like, what do you want the... So, sorry, is it on my gravestone, you're saying? Yeah. Is it on the gravestone? Okay, yeah. I, we, had to, we had to confirm with Sophie. <laughs> um, Corinne Fox. Um... <laughs> A human hive. A human hive. No, I would I would just hope it's a oh, I don't know. I hope it doesn't just say great mother, great friend, great person. I don't know. I hope that like I guess I hope I'm remembered for mm-hmm. um like helping a lot of people and you know, I don't know, spreading my good cheer. <laughs> yes, I think you absolutely will. And like, I don't know, like a big part of my personal life mission is to, I feel like, share my story, either my journey with anxiety or endometriosis or, you know, whatever, and uplift people, yes. show people they're not alone. So I, I don't know what it will say on the actual gravestone, but mm-hmm. I hope it's something surrounding that and that I've done my personal mission. It will absolutely be. And something that I really love about Corinne and very much admire is that any sort of thing that could be to some people seen as like a 
fuck, like this is not good or, you know, or like, oh, this derailed me. Like she always will take it and make it into something that she can like advocate for another person for. So like with your mental health, ah. with your endometriosis, and like who knows, you know, what's down the Oh God, yeah, who knows what's down I mean, the but it could just be anything, you know, you might find a passion for – you know, who knows? Maybe your kid has a peanut allergy and you're like, we're going to get peanut. Like, I can definitely see Corinne doing that. Yeah. Be like on a peanut allergy campaign <laughs> in California for like safety. Uh, thank you. So I, I do. I think that, that will be on your epitaph. I hope so. Um, all right. Well, off of that sad note, but also empowering now. If you guys have any questions or topic suggestions, feel free to DM us at Am I Doing This Right Pod or email us at Am I Doing This Right Pod at gmail.com. Yes. And also, we are doing that little new section about random advice. So if you want us to give you advice on something, send it to us in an email. And we. And it's anonymous. Anonymous. We'll read it anonymously. Yes. We will not include names and we would love to help you out. Yes. Okay, thank you for listening to <laughs> to our year, right? Our year. Yes. Oh my gosh, yeah. Thank you for listening to a year of our show. Wait, so does next Tuesday start year two? It does. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. That's crazy. I know. I'm so excited. Me too. Who knows what's gonna happen in year two? Great things. Only are great gonna things. Happen. Yay. All right, we'll be back next week, year two, with year another two. episode. And we love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.